Welcome to Third Rail Radio. Call him now. 646-929-1480. Now your host, Antichrisis73 and NCAP Dalek.
uh, is going up to, like, this, uh, conference, whatever the fuck it is, I guess it's a, um, uh, like a, a huge conference over in New York, so he got a, uh, a panel on that, and a lot of people are mad, and understandably mad, um, if you guys have any thoughts on the discussion or anything else, go ahead and call in 646-929-1480. But for the most part, it's just completely insane. I'm not going to lie. Now, I hate to do this, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, put a quick song in there so that I can just get a quick refresher. And then we're going to get back onto it, and we're going to take your calls. And if you guys would like to call, 646-929-1480. So, we'll be back after these messages. La, 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 la. Big Vegeta. Yeah. I'm going to put it in here. I think I've got, I've got a loud voice. You know, la, 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 la. Because, like, everyone's always telling me to just turn it down a bit. Next time someone tries to tell me to shut the fuck up. But I'ma kill someone. I'ma kill someone. I'ma kill someone, blood. I'ma kill Shut the fuck up. 
Got a fever, and the only prescription is more Star Rail Radio. A call in now, a six four six nine two nine one four eight zero. Now your host, Antichrist's seventy three and Encap Dalek. I mean, I the reason why I actually clicked that one that one song is just because I I really do like it, but at the same time I it yeah I don't really mind it. It was just something that I had to click on it just because you know might as well have it for three minutes. Kind of keep my break, kind of keep calm, getting into the daily grind. That's that's what you're supposed to do. And then um, one of the song the song that I uh, that I played was uh, help. Well, actually, kind of featured by a good YouTuber called Adrian Nickelodeon, my boy, over in Australia, down under. That's how it is. But alright, so um, welcome back. And uh, right at this very moment, we are going to probably talk a little bit about Sabu or anything you guys want to talk about. Just by calling in six four six nine two nine one four eight zero. Um, if anybody has their hands raised up and I can't really very much see it, go ahead, uh, put it in the chat. I, I'm not really, if it's kind of working with it or reg- not registering or registering, I have no fucking clue. But, um, yeah. My goodness. It, and here's the interesting part when, uh, here's the interesting part, um, when... You know, like, anti-crisis comes on. I, I think it's very interesting that, you know, when he calls in, you know, it's just very much more relaxing. I can understand that he's going to probably talk out of storm. I mean, uh, I guess he doesn't really talk very much, but when he's on the show, I <laughs> well, I guess he does. But uh, it's really nice for me. But at the same time, I really like, uh, like it. It's uh, really nice to actually put some content out there and try to work because... It needs to be done. If you 
cannot make a conversation going and kind of keep up the mince racking, you're not going to be the best content producer. And I want to try to be the best as possible. I want to give you guys quality content. I know that Antichrist wants to give you quality content. We both want to give you quality content out there. And you know what? It's you, the viewer, who listen to the shows, who basically go on and chat in the show archives and listen to it and what the fuck not. I can't even speak right now. Gosh. This is how bad it is. The top of the mind, I just say shit. But, um... That's how it is. So, we, uh, just before the break, uh, we were talking a little bit about Sabu, and I know that people are angry, and they're rightfully so. And, uh, it's interesting how, you know, like, how much bullshit that's going on with, uh, with what's going on. It's, really interesting how it is, and, um, uh, well, um, it's, it's just really insane. I, I remember just, uh, saying, like, down to a whole bunch of conversations and just a whole bunch of ads at me, I just said, uh, just ignore him. Don't ever put any value to him, because that's, that's what he wants. He loves to be famous. He is a psychopath. And I guess other people don't really want to listen to that. But, hey, you know what? It's your fucking values. It's your life. If you don't want to go ahead and do so, don't do it. I am not dead. Am I dead? Holy shit. Oh, sweet Jesus. I I didn't know that I was a ghost, but that's aside from the point. Oh man. So I guess Glenn left from the left from the uh the Skype. Hopefully he calls back in. Um That's that's what happens and I'm so sorry that uh Antichrisis isn't really here at this very moment. I know that he still has a little bit of connectivity issues in uh Idaho. It's not bad of a place. I really do love Idaho, especially going right, like right nearby Boise. Um, there was like a really nice um, park that we go up to, like just right near down there uh, around Twin Falls. It's a lot of fun. Oh wow! Bert called in twice. You're not connected, but there's no... There's a British lady. What the fuck? What the fuck, BTR? Why do you have to be a fucking penis? Jesus Christ. That's the sad part. I just want to bring up whole buttons just because they can. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, I'm curious. I now listen. Uh, I Bourbon, Coach. I'm gonna I'm gonna unmute you, bud. I'm gonna unmute you. So ready? Three, two, one. Bourbon, are you, talking are you there? 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry. You put me on. I had no idea that you put me on. I'm sitting here like fucking doing all kinds of crazy shit on my phone. Really? Uh, are you having the beeping? The beep. beep I didn't hear beep. a beep. I just heard one. Yeah, I don't know what this beeping is, but I'm definitely not getting it. Did you just drop all together? I'm hearing like nothing at all now. Okay, so BTR is being a fucking piece of garbage. And um, I wonder why. Because, you know what, the whole bunch of goddamn connectivity issues and everything else is completely ridiculous. So now I'm calling on my phone because somehow there wasn't really much of server connections on my freaking uh, on Skype. And uh, I will, um, I do have, uh, I do have Bert on the line. Can you hear me, Bert? Yeah, I can hear you. It's, it's disconnected me like three times on Skype. And I call back and there's no like, welcome to BTR. Like I call back oh. and it's just, the timer starts counting that I'm connected, but there's nothing. But I can hear you now. Fine fucking Lee. Thank goodness. Um, you can also see this, dude. I, I'm i not even on Skype, and it's like all fucking twacking out and shit. It's ridiculous. It really is. Yeah. No, I, I tried loading it on a different computer, and even the chat said there was some big error that it couldn't load. Sweet fucking Jesus. I swear yeah. to God. I I know that I know that they won't because, you know, they're stupid and greedy and they're a piece of shit and they'll just they'll still make the money whether it's broken or not, but fuck me, dude. They should fix their fucking shit. They really should. It's yep. not hard. You guys have to put the effort. And <laughs> if you guys really want a good service that actually have something really unique to what it does and it's very a wonderful platform, uh, I just wish you guys can fix up your kinks. Let people have better... Let people have fucking... <laughs> let people have better shit. Don't be an asshole. Yeah, it'd be nice. But keep dreaming. I, You know what... I will say this, I am a dreamer, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Damn it, if I, if I could quote that song lyric perfectly, I would, but I, I know I can't, not this way. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm watching, I'm watching Taboo right now, Toxic Fandom Rules. What's going on? I guess the bet. Sabu's talking to fucking Cap, which both of them are fucking fame horns, so whatever. Quite interesting, though. Um, can you hear me? What's going on? Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm busy right now. I have to put in my headphones, and then I have to charge it. I, I'm going crazy. Okay, now All I right. can hear you. Okay. 
So I'm watching Cassandra Rule and Sabu tweet right now at each other. And it's quite interesting there. It's quite an interesting conversation because she basically said to him, you know, you should tweet out a link to help Jeremy Hammond, you know, you know, to support Jeremy Hammond. And he basically agreed. I'm sure there's a whole side of the whole story we don't know, regardless of him being a fucking rat. He's he's the one that put Jeremy in there. I don't yeah. fucking give a shit if he tweets out some support Jeremy Hammond because I fucking fucked him. No, I don't either, but it's interesting. I, I do want to, you know, there is a huge side of me that does want to know the other side of his side at least. No, this has been a ghost for this long. It's worth it's worth sort of looking at. Yeah, I I I really do believe that. You know, to be honest, Cassandra rules is kind of really subjectively just kind of really a. Uh, I I really do not trust her with anything. But to be honest, I don't know her as a person. I don't know her as an individual. I can only judge her by her actions, and to be honest, I don't know her in her in real life. But um, judging by her tweets, and sometimes judging by her interviews, and especially the one that was on Anarchast, um, I, I really do believe that she is kind of dishonest. I just think that she's not very smart but I think she's in a very powerful position. And I think that sometimes feds are fed without knowing they're fed. Like, I, I can give an example. I think I think it's that about, uh, about Commander X. I almost think the FBI let the dude walk just so he could continue on doing ops that would possibly bust other animals. All right, yeah, no, I I just read this whole thing, and uh, I'm okay with what Cass is doing. Yeah, I am too. I mean, she talks to him every day. Wow. I mean, she she's an okay person. I just don't think that anyone... No, she's, she's saying fuck off to Abu. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that came off wrong when you told me about it. So. I thought you said that she was being all friendly, friendly with him, and no. I would have called him out right there. All right. You know what, to be honest, I would too, man. I would call him out like a piece of fucking garbage. And you know what? You deserve yeah, everything that's about to come to you. Yeah, but is that what he wants? I mean, that's but, kind of speaking tacos to big fat Puerto Rican. You know? I don't want to do that. Like, I did but then I deleted all my tweets because I feel like it's not. Well, I mean, like, dude, 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 like I'm saying, just ignore him. You know, I could, I could say whatever the fuck I want. Do you think I would probably do it? Mm, Probably not. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not, I'm not going to lie about that. I do not have the allocation, the resources just to go down to fucking New York uh, within the next few days. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, show them a piece of my mind, but that's that's just me. Um, am I am I really talking? And besides, I have no effort just to say 
you know, I'll beat the crap out of you, yada, yada, yada. Because I'm not that kind of person. I really am that, that kind of guy that says, oh, yeah, I'm I'm going to talk all tough. But at the same time, I'm just going to be really, really small and yeah. just like a little bitch. Okay? I mean... But, you know what? Karma will come. Karma is coming for him. So, congratulations for that. What comes around goes around. And in many ways, you know, at one point in his life, he was revered as something uh, very different than what he is now. And the way he is revered now by all of us, is in a way karma. I mean, the internet never forgets. The internet has a way of kind of cleansing things. I, I don't know. I just, I'm just going to leave it up to everyone else, of course, because I, I just feel that we're all sort of, we all partake in sort of consciousness online. I know it's very deep, but I'm also high on Colorado weed for the first time. So, there you go. Well, that's definitely pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, the guy the guy can, uh, to be honest, I, I think the guy can just walk up the fucking bridge. I really don't care about him. Um, he did something really bad, and you know what? He's going to get what he deserves. Yep. Not yep. going to be done by me. Not going to be probably done by a bunch of other butter fucking uh, people who quote-unquote, will say that, but probably won't at the same time because, you know, they they don't want to eat their fucking words. But um, but for the most part, I think karma will come to them. Okay, so I'm going to do something that I never do and that I never would do, but I'm going to read my DMs with Cassandra in the last hour. Very simple. She asked me, what should I do? What should we do? And I said, you go call him out as nothing. You show the world he is nothing. And she said, I will. And then I said, I know. Please tell Jeremy I love him. Never forget. And she said, I will. I tell him I love him. And that the internet loves him every other day when we talk, too. And, you know, I, I think that Pat is going to go to that that. Of course she is. She's a horse. Yeah, but <laughs> she's also going to call him out. She's going to call him out the way Jeremy wants him to be called out. No, she. Yeah, she will. No, she will. She just told Sabu to tweet out a thing for him. No, she. She wants fucking publicity. She doesn't give a Go shit back about on her timeline. She doesn't give a shit time. about Jeremy. She doesn't give a shit about anything except for fucking getting her boobs out there. I'm sure that's true, but at least she's going to take exactly what Jeremy said to tell her, tell him. No, she, she will. She just told the guy that put Jeremy in Go jail. back to the timeline. No, I, read the, read the tweet between her and Anani Cat and, and, and on Two World and some other people. Like, I agree with you. I think that, that she, she's complete. Now, i got to be careful because I, I am following her again and we're trying to be on good terms. But um, I have a real war with her. 
uh, at one point, and she used Anon Central to sort of call me out, which is really fucked up. But then the whole internet sort of shifted against me, or at least all their followers were dead. So that was really not fun. Um, but we've kind of gotten on good terms again. But I agree. You know, she uses herself as her image, sort of flaunts around on protests and do selfies. And that's really fucked up. And I think she's a whore in that way, yeah. But I think also she's very loyal to Jeremy Hammond. I think she's had conversations with this guy for like years now, every other day. You know, I think she'll do a good job. I think this is where she can do something good. Yeah. Huh. But, um, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. I just, wow. So she forgave Sabu. Wow. No, she didn't forgive him. Oh, there okay. There was no forgiveness. And she called him out. She did well. That's good. That's good. I, I'm sorry. I couldn't really hear just because, you know, it, uh, my, I have a shitty fucking ass phone. I swear to goodness. Um, and the Skype isn't really working, which is kind of also very fucking stupid. Um, fix your shit, BTR. Pretty goodness. It's really buggy, and when people fucking figure out, oh, well, this is just a piece of fucking garbage, you're not going to get any more money, and people should stop fucking allocating their resources down to this really shitty platform, even though it's the only thing that we have to actually put on shows we need to figure out an alternative. I don't think it's going to be that hard, but we need to, because if we don't, we're going to have to deal with this really shitty surface. Yeah. And now, for some reason, fucking cat tweeting at me, and she's going to get off. What's going on? She tweeted at you randomly? No, I tweeted at her. But no, it's, uh, just move on. I'm sorry, we're a distraction. I'm going to try to figure out a way in order to fix this up real quick. So when I can actually listen to you guys without, like, trying to say it again like an old grandpa. I am so sorry for my very lack of uh, expertise. Uh, it's really hard. I like this. I feel very bad that you guys have to suffer this through with me. And hopefully you guys can listen to me. While I'm speaking. You're doing fine, dude. Don't worry. So, if you would like to call into the show, it's 646-929-1480. Even though that I am on the call line and whatnot, that does not mean that you guys don't have to call in live and talk into the show. 
please press one if you're already in the queue. And we have somebody on queue, Bourbon. Oh boy, Bourbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing? Hello. What's up, coach? All these technical problems are a motherfucker. I was having some on my show the other night. Just in case you happen to drop again, I thought maybe it would be good to get some more fucking voices on the line. Well, thank you. I really do not want to spend a whole lot of time talking about Taboo, though. Like, I heard you. I've been on since the very beginning. Like, you gave a short 90-second to two-minute synopsis, and that's what I've been saying for years. So, yeah, let's not give this motherfucker any more attention than we absolutely fucking have to. The fact that this has dragged on for years and years and years and he's still the topic of fucking DTR shows is almost like a sign of our failure as Internet citizens for not finding something else to fucking talk about. Yeah, let's talk about something cool. (laughs) So, uh, you know what? So that was my two cents on that one. The last show on Sabu... Whatsoever, we're not going to give ahead and pay attention to them. I don't know about the Revolution Radio Group. Uh, I think that a lot of people have a lot of hurt feelings, and they really want to actually say, "Go fuck Taboo." But that's just me. Because you know what? The less we give attention to this guy, the better off we are. Okay. Yep, big time. I agree. Fuck Taboo. Let's not talk about him. Who's Taboo? I thought it was kind of funny the cast came up, though. She blocked me on, like, 15 accounts, like, maybe six months ago. Granted, I was drunk and probably being belligerent that evening, but yeah. <laughs> we used to talk a lot back in the day. Like, I thought it was funny that, like, she just decided to fucking, you know, like, pull that crap. Whatever. I mean, no I fucking actually, major fucking loss, in my opinion. I met her. I met Did her you? at a, uh, the Million Mad. March. And oh, okay. Time, at the time, she was inside Yan and Yak. She had control of both accounts. And uh, I got her to do the Twitter storm for Shut Live and Never, which trended twice, which was pretty awesome. But no working, with, working with her was fucking pain in the ass, man. Oh, my God. I can't see this. Yeah. Yeah, me and yeah. I don't know if you guys follow this cat. Uh, his handle is Jack Harar Twenty or whatever. But we'd organized some stuff locally, like in the past and whatnot. And we were both in pretty heavy contact with cats, just because she was like a really helpful resource, you know. Like if you're trying to do that kind of thing. But him and I also kind of split paths, and ever since I haven't had much of a real reason to contact her. Like if I thought she was really funny and entertaining to talk to, then that would be one thing. But nine times out of 10, she's spouting out about something that I really care very little about. So, Come on, you and Jack here freaking split paths, really? Yeah, it was over some fucking stupid shit. I really don't want to get into that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I've met him several times or whatever. Like, I think he's a real legit dude. Like, I don't have any personal problems with him. It's just uh, hit a point where uh, we had some differences in opinion as to uh, the things that brought us together in the first place and whatnot. And he kind of wanted to do his own thing. and I kind of wanted to start laying a little lower. Like, he was drawing some attention that I feel was almost counterproductive and whatnot. So it is what it is. Yeah, he's he's pretty hardcore A cab for sure. Um yeah. but no. 
I still will never forget when you guys hooked us up on our court date. So thank you again. Oh, yeah, no doubt, dude. Ain't nothing but a thing. Yeah, well, it, it was bigger than a thing. But thank you. <laughs> you both are probably for life. Even if I talk shit and piss you off, I, I still love you guys to death. So. Well, this is really fucking gay. Maybe I should leave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got a new housemate. Sorry, he's on my mic. <laughs> what up, you guys? It's a good thing. Anybody know them? You know me, Ghost of Oplib. Also, Liberation won at one point. Not somebody that I know. Yeah. I mean, probably okay. I followed those Twitters like years and years ago, back when I was Urban Playtime, which was like three or four handles ago. Yep. Because yeah. <laughs> I was into following like InfoSec stuff a lot more than yada, yada, yada. But, uh, I don't know. As yeah. My handles have evolved. I've kind of, you know, tried to like steer my direction a little bit away from stuff like that. I don't know. Like I mostly talk about sports and just like random fuckery nowadays. Like there's very little serious that goes over my account. Yeah. yeah. And it's not even that I don't care about that stuff anymore. I'm just so tired of fucking arguing with people on the goddamn internet about it. Like I don't really feel like that's terribly productive. No, absolutely it's not. It's uh it's very, very kind of stupid and just kind of boring sometimes too. Yeah. I'm definitely a big believer that actions speak louder than words and I'm not a real big believer, you know, that tweets count as actions more than they count as words when it comes right down to it, you know? <laughs> so like if you wanna get some shit done, fucking hit the streets or put your money where your fucking mouth is. Like, Twitter can be a great organizing tool, but uh, I think the days of it being the best organizing tool have passed. There's a lot more eyes on it that uh, may be counterproductive than there were several years ago, and scenes changed a lot. I I think when the porn box went away, that was when it all ended, man. Like, the porn box were either the old porn box, not a ghost, if you have been incarnation porn bots on Twitter, so <laughs> I really want to see you like prepare a presentation about this. Like, I want to see graphs and like charts and like pictures. Yeah, I think charting, you know, the evolution of the porn bot. I want pie charts, damn it! At the moment, there are these bots, <laughs> at the moment there are these bots that follow me, but they don't even see any fucking links. They're so strange. <laughs> they understand them, and they say random like girl speak, and they're usually girls, but they're not. They're not even people. They're just bots. You might have to. You think back that. in the day there were actual girls like getting paid to like tweet porn links no, and whatnot? No. <laughs> no, they just acted more like girls. I think that Twitter <laughs> finds ways to root them out, and then they find ways around it. And oh, all yeah, absolutely. Things all the time. I mean, but it's just a never-ending battle, I guess. You know? It's like Star Wars with the boss. <laughs> I think most things in the tech scene are that way, though, you know? 
people with their own agenda who come up with all kinds of crazy means, you know, to, like, bypass all kinds of security nonsense or whatever. And then they'll catch on to what they're doing. They'll find a way to stop it, and they'll find some new means to bust shit up all over again. Yeah. It's it's the cat and mouse game, dude. No doubt. But I really like the old ones. No, no, the second wave of the porn bots, like 2012 porn bots, the ones that, that, would, that would, like, tweet you sexy things like, hey, hot stuff, want to fuck, and stuff like that. You know, those ones were really good. I like them. I miss them. Yeah, you have shit like that over my kicks still, for whatever reason. Like, I remember getting it on Twitter back in the day, and that has definitely fallen off. But I still get that kind of shit, like, over kick. Yeah. You got any uh, thoughts on kickbots versus Twitter porn bots? No, because they don't do kick. I don't like it. It, it seems really shady to me. And I'll tell you why. Because everyone on Omegle wants to go to kick. Like, right. So already I know that these are sort of people that hang out on Omegle, too. So like, that gives me, like, I, I really like Wicker, though, man. Wicker's awesome. I've never fucked with Wicker. I'll have to check that shit out. Is that oh, where the fucking bomb porn bots are at nowadays? No, no, no. But it, it's just a very user-friendly, encrypted uh, sort of messaging service. Gotcha. It's just fucking awesome. I'm mostly interested in porn bots now that we're on this topic. So. <laughs> yeah, let's just- you can steer me in the right direction for, like, the hottest fucking porn bot, so that would be fucking dope. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but those, those, that wave of chicks as well, they were usually naked in their abbeys, too. Which added right. an element to it. it just, you know, I don't know, man. It was just really all really fucking good at that point. Is that a kitty? Oh, my God, I love kitties. Yeah. Uh, um, so whatever happened to Antichrist tonight? Is he having tech problems too? Does anybody know? Uh, he is. He's still in Idaho, dude. I mean, he's probably not really having connectivity around that barren wasteland. Um, unfortunately, it's just me, her, and ghost, and uh, you. And probably gotcha. wants to call in. My yeah, he was tweeting at me earlier, like, dude, you need to come on, like, it'd be funny to fucking talk or whatever. Cause he's supposed to come on my show tomorrow. And if he's oh, going to be in yeah. Idaho and, like, not having fucking connectivity or whatever, I'd kind of like to know that in advance. Like, he had not mentioned that that was, like, a potential problem. So. Well, I mean, he's probably going to drive down to, like, California tomorrow. Um, I, I think he might be, like, I think he might be in, like, the middle of Idaho, like, right now. But he's, like... Heading, heading up down to um to California, right? He's heading up there. You know, you have to do all that. He's on a road trip, basically. He's on a road trip, and you know, once he, uh, once he call, once he's probably around in a good destination, he'll definitely call and do your show. I, I know so. Right. All right, good to know. I just kind of wanted some background on exactly what was going on. Like him being in Idaho was uh, definitely not something that I expected or whatever. That kind of hit me out of the blue, but. 
It's whatever. It's the fucking internet. It's just a bunch of fuckery anyway, so. What? He's he's just, uh, he's gone crazy, you know. There's a lot of little things around there. And hopefully I didn't, you know, kind of dox him a little bit right around over there. But I know, I know he's, He's trying to. There's a lot of issues, but don't worry. I bet you'll call in. I know so. Word. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, that would be a pretty vague fucking dox, all things considered. I mean, you mentioned states that he could or could not be in, you know? like I think everything's fucking chill. We never know. We never know. Hey, I like uh, a aspect of spontaneity in pretty much everything that I do, so uh, I'm definitely feeling that vibe right now. I'm definitely feeling it. Speaking of spontaneity, hi, everybody. Hi. Uh, My name is Shinduo. Thank you for bringing me onto your show, Ancap Delic and Anti-Crisis 73, to Third Rail Radio. Is that Coach Bourbon USA I'm hearing? Yeah, what's up, Shin? How you feeling, brother? Pretty good, pretty good. How you doing? Uh, life's not bad, and I'm surprisingly sober considering I'm on BTR, so it's probably a little bit of a different bird than the one you talked to the other night. Oh, dude, we had a great show the other night. That was fine. That was good. No doubt. Oh, yeah. If you guys haven't listened to it, I'd suggest checking it out in the archives. We talk a lot about Louisville and Phoenix and, uh, the differences between the climates and the air. Yeah. I think whoever uh, brought up the subject of porn bots is probably not terribly sober, though. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I you never I, know what might happen. I just got off a phone call. So, uh, uh, is anybody else on with us? Is Canadian Glenn here? Yes, he is. I don't think Glenn's on. not on the oh, air, but um, we have Bert, we have Ghost, and uh, I, we have uh, Coach Bourbon. Um, I do no, anybody else. Yeah, Anti-Crisis uh, is uh, going to make it? Unfortunately, he did not. He's uh, he's in the middle of uh, things going on. Um, but, uh... Yeah, it whatever. sounds like he's in the middle of fucking nowhere and has, like, no fucking signal or whatever, which... Uh, okay. Well, it's not the end of the world. Don't worry. So, uh... What's going on tonight? What are you guys up to? What are, you, what are we talking about? Um, wow. Anything but Babu, preferably. Not exactly. a problem. <laughs> All right, you want to mute, mute Vert because he's pressing one over and over and over and over again. <laughs> it could have been me in all fairness. I don't know. He's phone dialing us, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he's mad because... I wrestle as Jimmy's for fun, the whole fucking Glenn Beck thing, but yeah, it's it's all it's all out of love. All out of love. Glenn Beck rule <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna self you for a minute, I'll be right back. Uh, all right. righty. So yeah, avoiding the S word, probably the Delcam word, probably the Dan Stucky word. That's the theme of the show tonight. Or else we have to drink. Oh, I got to drink three times, and all of you do, too. <laughs> all righty, then. Woo! So, uh, you were going to have a special guest caller, and uh, now I'm here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and uh, there was another person that was supposed to call in, the Ghost of Rebel, which, unfortunately, he did not call in, but, you know, I didn't really expect very much. 
because I know how he is. Um, he's probably tired of shit. He works probably all day. He wanted to yeah. stay on Twitter for a day and just say hi. Yeah, I did. I did see that tweet. He said he might call in, and uh, you know, hey, if he didn't, oh well, too bad. We got this shit. Yeah, that, that's we the worst it. that could happen, man. That's the worst that could happen. Because it's not, it's not really bad. Right. But uh, all love to my boy Rebel. All oh love yeah, to my boy. I'll drink to that. I, I got nothing for respect for Rebel. I mean. He came on my my stinking very first you know little half hour show and I only done three of them, and he literally called into my little tiny show and he walked me through some things and uh, yeah I could be more grateful. I mean that's just a testament of that kind of character that Rebel has, and uh, yeah, wish him the best of luck. I'm glad he's retired so he can get some freaking free time and enjoy life for a little bit because this radio stuff does take up a lot of time. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, for the most part, I I don't mind it just because it's fun. It's really nice. It's really nice just to have fun with you guys, talk to you. There might be a little bit of stress, but I, you know, what are you going to do? Why? Everything's so fucking stressful. It's not, it's not every single day that it's going to just be really nice and mellow. Yeah, that's absolutely true, too. And we make good shows out of it, you know. We play good music, and uh, it's, you know, always entertaining. Even though I missed out on the last about 50 minutes of your of your show tonight. But, hey, that's not a big deal. I'm here now, and see what we can do with it. We're doing it live. Oh, yeah. How you doing it? Fuck it. We're in your ear. We're ear-fucking you right now over the Internet. Yeah. I'm slowly taking off my shorts. Bow chicka bow wow, and I'm pulling. No 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 no. This bow chicka bow wow. This is a family show. This oh, is a family okay. show. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's completely expletive. Let it go. Let it go. All right, I'm done. I'm done singing. I will never sing again on BTR. <laughs> uh, if that's what we're going to call singing. Vert, are you drinking tonight? Um, does it end in Y? Alright, just double checking. I was worried about you. I, I didn't want you to go sober. Uh, I'm actually pretty sober, but that's just because uh, Joseph Offload made me fucking driving around for hours finding weed. Uh, I did. It's true. I'm an evil bastard. And we got lots of weed here. Lots. So how does that work when you're you, Vert? I mean, do, do, do you have to, like, how, how did you find a connect? Or did you just go to a clinic or what? Well, no, I just went up to the store. corner store and just bought it, dude. Just grabbed up the freaking ID and here you go. And they just start picking off the weed, dude. That's how they do it, man. Well, Over no, they, they, have, they have these off, like, glass cabinets and they, like, smell each one. But before that, like, we had an epic, like, let's go find some weed adventure. And we were into Fort Collins looking for weed for a specific place because weed taps had raided the place that we actually ended up going to really badly. So we went all the way to Fort Collins and went to this one place, but we met some father and husband, whether it's wreck or patient or both, you know, over. 
So, you know, it. Let me stop this. Okay. Um, so, you drove all the way in, and it's like fucking like almost seven o'clock when everything was closing. So, you completely missed all the place. I, I, I thought I wasn't going to get weed. Like, I've been here for three days and I haven't gotten any weed. <laughs> wow. That's not okay, man. Like, I smoke weed every day. I smoke weed like with Vinny Drake. My name's Bert. Oh, sorry. My fault. Where? Where are so so how does how does that like vert vert question for you like so if you got a guest like ghost oblid that yeah. you're graciously allowing to stay in your house which is pretty freaking cool I've got to say on air um, yeah. and again you know nice talking to you again um, how does that work for you vert do you like keep like a weed pipe around your house you know just in case you get you get um no to, I, uh, I, I I leave it up for them if you go in the weed store they're like four dollars. For a fucking two-inch glass pipe, buy yourself one or paper or whatever. Besides, bird tongue pro B, man. Yeah, I, I know. can't. Yeah, I, I can't smoke, but I, that's not gonna stop people coming here from smoking. Man, I got a little story. Uh, I'm just gonna tell you guys that I was in the ago. It's probably around 2008 or something like that. So. You know, I smoked every day at that point in time. I don't smoke anymore. I have nothing against it. I just don't smoke anymore. So I'm standing there on the beach, and I'm looking around kind of pissed off because I'm with my family. I don't have any friends with me or anything like that. You know, just kind of like I'm just standing there just looking around like, fuck, man, what do I do? I need to fucking smoke. And this guy walks up to me, and he's like, hey, uh, you want to buy a gram of medical? I'm like, and I look at him like, are you a, are you a plainclothes officer? And he looks at me and he says, no, are you? And I look at him and I say, no. He's like, all right. So we walk up to the to the concrete boardwalk real quick. I slam down a 20. He slams down a bag. I grab it, put it in my pocket. Yes, I fucking scored. I fucking scored, dude. And so I hop in my truck and I go around to this corner store called Crossroads over there on a, on a oh, fuck, man. I think it's Garnett. And uh, so I walk in there and I'm like, hey, I need a, I need a cheap throwaway uh, glass pipe. And he looks at me like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, <clears throat> excuse me, glass tobacco pipe. <laughs> He's like, oh, I got you. So, yeah, it was literally like, like you said, for like four bucks and just clear glass, nothing fancy, nothing chameleon. And uh, I ended up driving that son of a bitch back to Phoenix somehow because I had to go up through L.A. But there's no way in hell you can drive from San Diego to Phoenix without visiting three Border Patrol checkpoints that have dogs sitting right there next to the freaking uh, road ready to indicate on anybody. And then they take you over to the secondary area. And I've, and I've had my truck just rummage through and uh, before. And, yeah, that was that was a cool little experience. You know, he was all telling me, uh, the guy that sold me the pipe, it's like, yeah, truckers will come through here and they'll get a pipe and then they'll, they'll take it out to the middle of the desert and they'll bury it. They'll throw it in like a, a sandwich bag and bury it. And then when they come back to the state, they'll just dig it back up and then use it again. It's like, that's fucking cool. And I think Vert dropped. Amazing. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did drop. Oh man, that was a cool. Coming story. back on. He's coming back on. I think he heard the uh, the story. 
At least I hope he did. Um, I could probably... He's doing some crazy shit I do not want to know about. And I, yeah. Uh, damn connectivity issues on BTR. Blame it on BTR. I mean, yeah, I saw that in chat. Well, I'm back. All right. I actually did that shit where I buried a glass pipe once. I was in Munich, and, like, we were going to Paris for a weekend, and we were going to come, like, right back or whatever, and, like, where I was staying, I couldn't have just left it around the house, so, like, I took it into, like, you know, a park that was fucking huge, like, found a real isolated spot and just fucking buried it, and when I came back, I fucking dug it back up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, good time. Yo, yo, Bert, you're back on. Uh, I know that uh, I know that you have some connectivity issues. I'm so sorry about that. Um, yeah, just one lab got powered up the other one. Oh, uh, bummer. Because that was a cool story I just shared. <laughs> well, we I didn't finish the story. Again. Like, so we got to Fort Collins, and, and like all the weed stores in Fort Collins closed at seven o'clock, and we got we got to the first one in Iraq. It was just medical only at like six forty six, and they told us that there were two racks, but they were about fifteen minutes away. We actually made it at like what six fifty seven or something yeah. like that, but they closed at six fifty seven, and then we had too far for us to get there in time. So I went a total bummer mode, and. They drove around for a while, but I think Finney had it in mind to go to another place, and, uh, like, I was just totally bummed. I didn't think I was getting any weed at all, and we drove by the place that was open, and we went in, and it was super cool. <laughs> getting weed from a fucking... Exactly. Yeah, sometimes. Nice. Uh, Canadian Glad just posted in chat that he's on the phone. I don't know if he's pressed one or not. Well, I think he's uh, calling up somebody. Um, oh, he's on the that phone everything is okay. But, um, I know that he's still on Skype. I know that he did not raise his hand up. Okay, okay. Which is okay. Don't worry. No rush. No, absolutely. You have to call in and like right the fuck down. Just no. Well, I did the same thing with you guys earlier to, tonight too. I, I had a phone call I had, to, I had to make, so which was lovely. It was a good good call. Uh, <clears throat> Coach Bourbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's the weather in Louisville? It's pretty moderate right now. It's 68. It's fucking muggy as shit. It's always humid as fuck here. Yeah. Places a sauna in the summertime. But I don't mind. I can't deal with cold. Heat really doesn't bother me, man. I'm sure it's a different kind of heat, you know, because there's very little humidity, like, out in the desert and whatnot. Like, it's not really the temperature here so much. It's just, there's so much water around, like, it's humid as hell all the time. It's actually pretty nice out here. It's only 89. I ain't bad. Yeah. Got a little desert breeze blowing in. <laughs> you know what? We really, really go together. We'd have to call it Louisville versus Phoenix area weather. <laughs> no, that's, that's that's what our two-hour show should just be. Fuck it. Hold up. 
I've got a friend who comes on my show a lot. His handle's fucking Beast Mode 502 or whatever, and he works at a Ford plant, actually. Like, he drives trucks around in the middle of the night, like, from one part of the plant to the other, and then he'll have to walk back to the other part of the plant. It's, like, five miles from time. So good weather updates, like, really obvious ones. Like, if there's, like, fucking a terrible storm going on, he'll get on and be like, it's raining, weatherman beast. <laughs> by lighting in that point in time. So, but yeah, shout out to Beast 502 mode. I'm sure he's not listening. He's actually at the Ford right now. I'm sure slaving away. Bummer. But hell yeah, no cardinal news this week? Or school's out, isn't it? Yeah, really the only sport that's still ongoing is baseball. And uh, they're playing Friday at 11 a.m. versus Cal Fullerton to go to the College World Series. To go to the College World Series? They'll play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Well, best of luck to them. Well, no doubt. What's going to be fun? Like um, I am working all three days, but I don't have to go in until like 3 or 4 o'clock. So I'm going to go to the game and drink several beers and uh, go to work with a bus. Sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> Sounds good, dude. No uh, he was talking about the NCAA uh, College World Series, just the big National Collegiate Athletic Association College World Series. Uh, oh, it's NCAA College World Series. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Junior College World Series and uh, Grand Junction. It was like last week. It was a lot of fun. No, nobody cares about that shit. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I care about it. You fun. guys got a local team that was like involved? <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it was actually just a bunch of doing, uh, junior college uh, baseball players just playing. Right. And they were pretty fucking good, dude. They were, you know, they were kind of almost like there were some pretty good ass players. I mean, uh,. I think it was, um, not Arizona, but uh, Michigan West. Uh, that was just astounding uh, around there. Just go ahead and check out Junior College World Series. It's, it's a lot of fun, dude. No, no, really I'll fun. definitely look it up. I think it's kind of brutal. The fucking College World Series for baseball is in fucking Omaha, Nebraska. And they were, like, in his athletic program, it was, like, basketball kids who were going to, like, New York and, like, New Orleans and, like, Vegas for these fucking tournaments and whatnot, and they get fucking Omaha, Nebraska. (laughs) Like, ain't that, like, we don't give a shit about baseball, you know? We have these football bowls on, like, seven different channels and premier fucking cities, but you know what? We're just going to send you, like, as far out into the cornfields as humanly possible and try to, like, keep you as far away from, you know, like, the bulk of the American population as humanly possible. It is it is really ridiculous that people would do that. I mean, it's just still kind of, it's games. I mean, it's not yeah. like the MLB, but still, dude, it's pretty fucking awesome. And no disrespect to Omaha, Nebraska, when I say all of that. I've never been to Omaha. I'm sure it's a lovely fucking city. But I've heard a couple more stories that happen in Vegas. More from New Orleans as well. So that just is what it is. Did I know the good news? Really? Who said Omaha's great? 
<laughs> I said I'm sure Omaha is great. Like I've never been there. And I don't no, really it's know. Not. But... No, it's not right. it, it sucks. sucks. It's a shithole. Just to take it. Another great news. Not too far off then. My what you Diamondbacks. Got, my Diamondbacks won against the Braves today, nine to eight. The final score nice. after nine. So, yeah, yeah the Cubs got their ass kicked in Miami, but I'm over it. Hang on, who's your team for MLB? I'm a Cubs guy. Oh yeah, yeah. That's we we already discussed our hatred for each other, but our respect yeah, for the fact that we like National League. The uh, Junior Lake, who's one of our young budding stars, like did this huge bat flip and was really taunting the Marlins dugout after he hit a fucking home run. Like all the benches fucking cleared and whatnot. And the Cubs manager Joe Madden, like after the game, really like went off on his own player and whatnot. So maybe that'll be fun to watch. Maybe not. It's about all you get in baseball. It's not like hockey where there's a brawl every 20 minutes and people on skates are just beating the living piss out of each other. <laughs> so, Dude, on kind a hockey, of a scene when some shit like that happens. Uh, man, there's, there's so many times in hockey, I've seen that with uh, Coyotes games, like as soon as they they slam down the puck, like they don't even go after the puck. They just throw down their sticks and start fucking taking off their gloves and fighting. <laughs> no doubt. Love it. Um. In in uh, Chicago, uh, they would call that uh, a, a police charge for assault, you know, because they did that shit so much in the Jerry Springer show. But in hockey, it's it's good to go nationwide. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, did, did anybody catch the uh, the manager's fucking the manager of the of the of the Seattle Mariners flipped his fucking shit yesterday? Oh yeah, I did see that the other. Oh way. man, that was great. That was great. If you, yet, if you guys haven't watched it yet, if you guys haven't watched it yet. I like it after they get kicked out by one umpire and throw a big shit fit. Then they just run off and start yelling at another umpire randomly as if he's going to, yeah. like, reverse the entire fucking thing. He went after every single umpire. He went after the the, the first base umpire because he's the guy that fucked up the call, the, the home plate umpire. And then for some stupid reason, he fucking kicks his hat and just runs all the way fucking 90 feet away to the third base umpire and starts flipping his shit on him. That was awesome, dude. That was awesome. <laughs> it's even better that they're all, like, beer-bellied 60-year-old men. Because by the time they get to the floor of the umpire, like, they're, like, fucking winded. Like, know, you know, just, really like, winded. struggling to fucking stand up. And at the same time, maintaining, like, a violent rage, you know? Like, yeah. And we're talking about, like, a short, pudgy, fat dude that was a manager, that is the manager of the Mariners, and he flipped his shit on the entire field. Oh man! If if I was if I was a player for the Mariners, I'd be fired up because that's what managers typically do. And I, I'm a baseball guy, you know. So like, whatever I see a manager fucking flip his shit on a call, that's what should be done, you know. You get thrown out of the game, you get thrown out of the game. That's the point of it, you know. Fucking keep. Oh yeah, for shit. sure. I mean, if you're gonna get ejected, you might as well give the fans something to fucking talk about and whatnot. I don't want you going out there and, you know, like dropping the F-bomb a couple times and getting thrown out and just, like, copacetically walking back to the dugout. Like, it's no big fucking deal, you know? Like, you got to fucking kick some dirt on some people. You got to pick up some faces (laughs) and fucking throw them and shit. Probably (laughs) spit on somebody, you know? Like, 
You got to get some photo ops in. <laughs> well, you can't spit anymore. You can't spit on the field because you get fined. But, uh, yeah, like back in the day, I think you can get fined for that nowadays too. But back in the day, uh, you mentioned kick, getting dirt kicked on people. Is that umpires can't – or managers can't physically assault an umpire. So what they'll do is they'll talk shit to them and start kicking dirt on them, you know, while they're fucking talking shit to them. And <laughs> the umpires will just stand there and take it, you know. It's like, dude, you're already out of the game. Just get out of the stadium quick delaying the damn game and uh, there's nothing better to watch and I'm a baseball guy. I'm sorry for ranting guys. I'm not a big sports person either. Yeah, we kinda took over the show, but that's all right. I have a funny yeah, feeling uh they like want to control back he can handle that. Yeah, it's fine dude. I mean, you know what? It's all in the flow. It's all in the flow. Is uh as Dallas puts it your product Stop smoking your product. God damn. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I don't I don't know what's going no, he's on. Been, he's talking shit about the batch you sent me, dude, which I thought was absolutely fantastic. Meth. Stop smoking the meth. Vert, you don't even know. Alright, anyways, back to back to you, Dalek. The batch you sent me was awesome. Um I'm I'm wiring you another grand for for another one. That's that was great. <laughs> If you guys haven't smoked any of Dalek shit, you really need to get on board with this. You really do. You're missing out. Do it now. <laughs> uh, it, it's really hard to hear you guys, and I'm so sorry. And thank goodness I can, it, it, thank goodness I can actually hear you very, very well um, with this. And uh, Gwen is on the show. Thank you, Gwen, for coming for coming on and calling in. I'm sorry that I forced you and kind of pushed you to do it. No, no problem. I had a lot of other shit here. I got a phone call. I had to deal with that. And then I had to uh, download my own archive, and I still have to post it, but whatever. You're talking about fucking old-school baseball managers who lose their shit? Oh, yeah. Earl Weaver. The Weave. Don Zimmer, Tom Lasorda, Billy Martin. Bobby Cox. Uh, yeah, but I never liked him anyway. Fuck him. We always know his favorite of mine. Good old Sweet Lou. He know how to throw a fucking tantrum. Yeah, oh yeah. Pinella could do it too. There's no doubt. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm in the Tommy Lasorda field there. Tommy Lasorda is just stupid smart, wicked smart. And man, he would flip his shit bad. Yeah. Uh, Tommy's a manager with a sweet fucking beer belly too. I think Lasorda's got that category down. Like there may not be a manager in the history of baseball with a better fucking beer belly all time, you know, than fucking Tommy Lasorda. And he had, uh, he had a down, real fucking LA personality, just didn't give a fuck, let himself fucking go, and yeah, he'd be winded by the time he got to that fucking second or third umpire for sure. <laughs> and he, you know, if you listen to him speak, if you guys have the pleasure of listening to him speak, he is the smartest <laughs> son of a bitch. He had so much to say. Fuck Yogi Berra. He's he's a moron compared to Tommy Lasorda. Oh, my oh, God. Totally different. Totally different deal. Yeah. I mean, Yogi, Yogi never managed. He was a bench coach, but he knew better. You know? Like, he just, he didn't have the head... To be a manager, he's a good bench coach, you know, because you got to have one of those guys around. Almost every successful team does. It's like you know, it's almost like the fucking mascot coach. 
Yeah. Well, it's true, you know. Yeah, we've been blessed here with the Diamondbacks too. With um, he did fire up um when he managed. Too bad, you know, the last couple of years uh, didn't really work out for him as being a manager. Uh, but his bench coaches were were always awesome. We always got the best, you know, Chip Hale, um, which actually I believe is a head coach or the manager now. And um, Gibson, Kirk Gibson was a bench coach for the Diamondbacks for the longest time. He was a good coach too. Yeah, just yeah. Well, Kirk Gibson's, uh, you know, that's an acquired taste. You know, the interesting thing about Gibson is that every trophy that he's ever earned or every every little accolade that he's earned that, you know, he could put on a on a trophy shelf, he's always auctioned them off for a charity. Every single one of them. Oh, yeah. So, I always thought that was pretty cool about him. No, I mean, you know, I mean, have you have you guys seen uh the Ken Burns uh baseball no, uh, I haven't. Pieces of it, it's what twenty-seven hours long or some shit like that. I well, have not had uh, the time to sit down and uh, take in all of it. But yeah, when it first came out, it was nine episodes, like nine innings. Right. And then he put he put out uh, one they called Extra Innings about four years after that. Right. And I've got the whole set on DVD, and I watch it about once every three years, start to finish. Nice. Oh, yeah. Your favorite moment in all of that? Is there an inning that's your favorite? Um, I think it's the fifth inning because that was right. New York, New York City in the fifties when the okay. Giants, when the the Dodgers, the Giants, and the Yankees were all in New York. Right. And the players that they had at that time were just—it was fucking unreal, you know. Like, no there's a lot of people that said that was the golden age of baseball and. I don't know, you know, it's a good argument, you know, it's a good argument. In New York, I'm sure it was, that's for damn sure. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, just the old Ebbets Field, and, you know, it just, it was, almost all those fucking stadiums are gone, every fucking one of them, except for Fenway and Wrigley, that's it. In Dodger Stadium, I mean, Dodger Stadium wasn't built, you know, during that time, it was built in 51, but what's amazing is that Shea Field was built in 51, the same year that Dodger Stadium was built, but Shea Field isn't there anymore. And at Dodger Stadium, you could still eat off the floors. That place is so clean. Yeah, well, Dodger Stadium also displaced how many thousands of people out of Chavez Ravine? Well, that's true, too. But, I mean, look at Shea Field. That displaced tons of people out of Queens. Was it Queens? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, you know. Field, 1996. See, like, that's like yesterday in baseball years. 1996? No, 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 no. I think that was 93 or 92. Because um, Banquet Ballpark Banquet Ballpark opened up in 1994. The Rays, or the D-backs came in with the Rays, right? Uh, yes, and yeah. that was highly controversial, too, because we were supposed to be an American League team. The Diamondbacks were the reason why the AL West had four teams for, what, yeah. 20 years, 20, 21 years? Right. And uh, the Houston Astros are now AL West as of last year, so now the AL, now thir- all 30 teams have uh, 
15 teams each, or 15 teams, would be, teams yeah. per league, yeah. Divisions. Yeah, and that's that's why uh, there's always there's always one fuck up in interleague. And yeah, no fuck off, Shin. Open 1995. <laughs> All right, so one year. No, no, the card. The, hang on, hang that on. sounds about right to me. Oh fairness. no, no, no. Over I think 1998. probably the Rockies and the Marlins came in like 91 or right? 92. Yeah, and the D-backs and the Rays were a few years later. Yeah, right, no, yeah. the Rockies. The Rockies used to play Old Mile High, but we didn't build right. fucking Horace Field until 95. Yeah, the gotcha. Diamondbacks, yeah, that was 98. Sorry, guys. Yeah, the multi-purpose stadium seemed to disappear because there just wasn't enough money in it for all the separate teams. You know right. what? Well, you know what? I think it would be either A's and the Rockies or the Mariners. I think they're my two top favorite teams. But my one favorite park between those two is probably out to be the Mariner Stadium. Yeah, it was it called Safeco, I think. I've heard yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, Safeco, yeah. Safeco. That's and, got, they got that fucking train running through it. <coughs> and also hmm. it's uh sponsored by uh what was it? Uh Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. EU and then yeah, it's actually uh it was one of the shares that they have. And then what they can do, what you can do is uh, put a download an app uh, onto your um, what was that your uh, Nintendo DS yeah or uh, 3DS, and then you can get like snacks, food, drinks, just from that. And look at the roster. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, yeah. fairness, I think pretty much any ballpark could do that, you know, like come up with some kind of app. There's a lot of restaurants and bars who do that kind of thing now. Like you can check out like all the beers or like all the food, like the menu, like through an app on your phone and like place orders and shit. Yeah, there is now, yeah. But for the freaking Nintendo 3DS, oh my goodness, it, it would be kind of hard for them to do that. But, you know, Nintendo did it. And I, it's very popular. Yeah. Here's here's Although a little I'm fun. I'm not even sure I've seen a 3DS. Is that like some new school like version of like Game Boy, like a handheld like gaming system or whatever? It it it's the new school version of the of the uh, original handheld, but it says like 3D kind of doing. You don't have to wear glasses. You can just look at it and. Um, uh, there's another screen on the bottom. There's one screen on the top. There's also like a joystick, and kind of yeah. it's really interesting. I love it. I love how we're talking about. I'm almost halfway surprised Nintendo's still around. It seems like Sony and uh, Xbox, which I guess is owned by Microsoft, have pretty much taken over like the modern gaming market, at least for console gaming. Before we get on the tangent about gaming, I just want to shout out to Vert. Uh, this is. A very interesting baseball fact is that Pop Flies travel higher and farther at Coors Field than any other stadium in the nation. And that is oh, absolutely. that is because of the altitude. Yep. And uh and 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 league baseballs actually have to be kept in a special humidifier uh mm-hmm. as of two thousand nine or two thousand eight uh <laughs> so they can simulate uh sea level uh ballpark play. You know, oh, yeah. and Bert's over there. Uh, yeah, Denver is what a mile high, so that's you know fifty six hundred feet. 
up in the yeah. air. And the number number two ballpark that is the highest in the nation, right here at Chase Field, three miles away from where I sit broadcasting this show, or on the show, excuse me. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my yeah. show now, Dalek. No, um, it's no, okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, seriously, this like guy, you want it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, until uh, until they start humidifying the balls, I mean, they, they were popping. Pop flies were home runs in Chase Field and Coors Field, and that's that's pretty amazing. Another thing too is that you know it's, baseball is a summer sport. We could not operate without a closed roof. Uh, you know it's 115 degrees outside, and the game starts at 6:14 in the afternoon. <laughs> I mean, at one time, Chase, uh, Bank One Ballpark back then was the largest open space that was air conditioned in the world. So, yeah, wait, cool wait till the World Cups in Qatar. They'll beat that fucking record easy enough. Right. I mean, I'm not saying that we hold it. Yeah. Well, at least I did get to see some of the stadiums that are gone now, but that's a long fucking time ago. I remember seeing the Kingdom. That is the biggest fucking building I'd ever seen in my life to that point. The, the kingdom was fucking huge. You know, just did they get rid of it? Oh yeah, kingdom's gone. I mean, I know it's not being used for baseball, but did they like demolish it, or did they like find something else to do with it? No, it's gone. Gotcha. The kingdom. I guess that was a uh, Blue Jays. No, Seattle. Oh, Seattle. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, and. uh I did see old Comiskey from the interstate in Chicago. Uh, yeah, I've I, been to games at the old Comiskey. I, I saw that was it. a really beautiful ballpark. It's a shame they got rid of that because what they moved into is like a factory with a little bit of grass. Yeah, I mean, it looked like an old ballpark. And I saw uh, the old municipal in Cleveland. That was fucking huge. Also from the freeway. So at least I got to see a couple of them. I never got in them, but I got to see them. Do you get a chance to see camping yards? No, never been that far east. Okay. I would have thought them would love to see that. I would have loved to see, uh, or actually I would love to go to a ball game uh, for the Pirates. I would love to go to PNC Park. That place is beautiful. I know Three Rivers Stadium was beautiful too, but PNC now, oh my God, the way they have that set up. It's so beautiful. I mean, I've never been to Fenway. It's probably number one on my list. But uh, I think they call it Levi Park, where the Giants play. It's, like, right back up to the bay, and you have people, like, running around in canoes, like, trying to corral yeah. the home run balls to get hit out of the ballpark and whatnot. No, no, that's not like Levi that Park. That's, uh, that's, I think that's called Giants Stadium. Levi Park is where the 49ers play in, uh, uh, okay. in San Jose. <laughs> they literally Giants. Fuck San no, 49, Jose. 49. Fuck, Fuck San Jose. Uh, San Jose has a very special place in Vert's heart. Apparently. <laughs> Obviously. If you guys pay attention to the PayPal 14 case, that's where all the, all the fun yeah, went down. very few memories from there. <laughs> and the last... The I last... he's been there. I just hope he doesn't remember much of it. 
The last chance I had to go to a major league game was in Toronto two years ago. But Boston was there, so I didn't bother. <laughs> they would have probably won anyways. I mean, Boston was on fire two years ago. I don't even remember. I remember going up in the CN Tower and looking down at it through the open roof. But oh, right. Oh, I thought that was Toronto was really cool. I didn't get a chance to see the ballpark. They had a Salvador Dali Museum, though, and I thought that was surreal. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, I had one day on my own, a Saturday, to be a tourist in downtown Toronto. Saw a lot of shit. <clears throat> I didn't really have to walk that far either, so that was cool. Absolutely. Another cool thing about Coors Field, another shout-out to Vert, is that uh, in Coors Field, there's a ring of seats that are a different color than every other seat, and that mm-hmm. represents the exact one-mile height oh, yeah. in altitude, which That's I thought cool. was awesome. Yeah. They they used to have it at Mile High, too, and they have the same thing at uh, Mile High at fucking whatever park it is for the Broncos, too. It's a ring that's fucking 5,280 feet high. Yep. That's cool. That's cool. Didn't the the Broncos get a new stadium, or did my trip? Okay, yeah. Huh, cool. Of course. Look at all the money. Yeah, no. They, they tore yeah, they tore down the fucking multi-purpose one like Glenn was saying that the Rockies and the Broncos used to play in Mile High and they tore it down and built a brand new stadium for them and a brand new stadium for the Rockies. So I, mean, I know Jack how the Broncos got such a huge national following, but I know so many local kids who are fucking Broncos fans. That's probably because the Broncos are going to win, like, the next 12 Super Bowls, so don't worry. (laughs) Well, they're probably Broncos fans because they hate the Raiders. I think a big part of the reason why is a lot of people are Colts fans when Peyton Manning was in Indiana or whatever, and when he made his way out to Denver or whatever, they just kind of followed him. Indianapolis or Cincinnati would be our local market teams or whatever, and fucking who likes the Bengals, so... Uh, All that to be honest, I'm not a. Uh, I'm not really much of a, Bar- a Broncos fan. I'm more of a, a Seahawks fan, which was a lot of fun when they when they won no. almost, like, the freaking quarterfinals. Go to hell. Go to hell. Go to go Cardinals. Go Arizona Cardinals. Fuck Seahawks. The only thing. <laughs> you mad, dude? You mad? Goodness the only dude. thing. The only thing that matters about the Broncos is that they're owned by an Edmontonian. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking nailed it. Fucking nailed it, Glenn. Hat balling. (laughs) Oh, man. I just just love how Glenn just knows this shit. (laughs) When when Pat Bolin still lived in Edmonton, he had, like, almost the biggest fucking house in town, and he had the big fucking iron rod gates, and he had the Denver logo on both gates. The D. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so the, D, the D was the guy, the, the guy owned it. The guy freaking owned the whole stadium and also the Broncos and just said, moved up to Canada and said, okay, I'm just going to stay right over here. Oh, this is where he's from. He's from here. Oh, oh shit. How do you make his money? Construction. Construction? Did you work for him? No. Okay. Uh, before my time. Fuck the yeah. Seacock. 
There used, <laughs> to, be a, used to be a huge construction company in Canada called Batoni Bolin, and he was the Bolin. Fair enough. You, you know, it's funny. You know, on the on the theme of football teams, I've noticed it, uh, especially you know during like the early '90s. You know, like if you wore a bunch of Raiders stuff or Broncos stuff, even um, or Cowboy stuff or any kind of football team, if you had you know like this shit tattooed on you, you were considered a gang member because it was actually gang affiliated like signage. Uh, especially here in, in Phoenix, you know, in the city that I work, I live in Phoenix, but I work in Glendale. In the Glendale, uh, there is a high school. There still is a high school. And they use the the Cardinals as their logo, and that also became a gang sign as well. Have you guys seen that in your areas? I'm like wearing too much of one no, thing. I, well, I don't I, see I don't see light blue and orange as threatening colors. Oh, it's not like so much threatening colors. It's just uh, the affiliation of people that wore it. Yeah, but still, you, you don't fucking roll up in your gang with your fucking bright orange and light blue cars. It's like, those are happy colors. Those are happy. Yeah, it doesn't really it doesn't really mix up to, like, not really so threatening. Maybe, like, uh, like some black and yellow holla, but... Uh, no, that comes from the days when uh, Two Live Crew and those guys were fucking rocking, and that's what they did. So, of course, you know, all the fucking sheep, they did the same thing. Because huh. we got to be like them rapper gangsters, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, hey, my dude. Hey. Yeah. Who's seen fucking Canadian Glenn rocking his fucking hockey colors? Like, he's fucking gangsta. I've only got, like, two hockey jerseys. I've got, like, fucking... Between storage and what I have in my closet, I've probably got 50 soccer jerseys. Some of them personalized and numbered. I have this image of Canadian Glenn with, with his favorite team tattooed across his face. Can you guys see that too? Well, painted, but yeah, but no. No, like uh, hardened, tattooed, like buff motherfucker. That's what Glenn is. Well, uh, I I don't change my teams. That's for sure. I mean, I've been a Yankees fan since 1974. I've All right, it was a- nice talking to you guys. I'm gonna get off the get off the line now since I'm talking to a Yankees fan. I've been a 49. 49- I've been a 49ers fan since before Joe got there. Uh, yeah, they stole our fucking offensive coordinator. Thank you, All right, that's, that's two strikes. I'm going to go ahead and get off the phone, guys. I, I can't I can't associate with this guy. Yeah, he's a fucking gangster, dude. You don't want to fuck with Glenn, dude. Like, as, as far as... I, I think Glenn's running... He's running something with ANCAP to where they're, they got protection, like... And Cap, I'm sorry, dude, but uh, I just canceled that wire for more meth. I oh, what? I can't. What? Are you kidding me? I love you. Sorry, dude. I love you. Sorry. Don't do this to me. You're associated me. with a 49er and a Yankee fan. Hey. No, what? No, seriously, Glenn. What's 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 the thought process behind that? Why are you 49ers and a Yankee fan? Why the Yankees? How can you even say that, man? It's called 27 World Championship. 
championships. Yeah, I know. I know. Everybody knows. Look at the retired so numbers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All of them retired. Holy shit. We're in trouble. Glenn can count. All of them retired. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm not done yet. 42. 42 can no longer be worn by any player in Major League Baseball because of Frankie Robinson. Except for once every year. But, uh, no, yeah. what? Who was the last baseball player to wear 42? Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. David Ortiz. Mariano Rivera. Oh, Mariano Rivera. It was, it was one of those two. Because Ortiz had it and Rivera had Mexicans. it. I swear to God, the fucking Mexicans. Well, Ortiz is still playing. Isn't he 43? Ortiz isn't still playing. Like sure he is. I'd like to note there is a Jackie Robinson day every single year where every single player in MLB wears 42. Yeah. But, no, but technically, he was the last player to wear 42 about 800 guys consecutively. And the reason why Mariano Rivera and one other player could wear the 42 jersey is because he had the number before it was retired, yes. Um, but just just to, just to throw this out there to you, Glenn, I still think that uh, the 2001 World Series was the best ever played. Well, no, no, it wasn't. It was yeah. decent, but it wasn't. It was the greatest ever. Oh, no, there are much better World Series than that. Right. History and aura meet ring and trophy. Mark Grace. Yeah, you guys got one. Hey, it only took us four years to do it. Yeah, and how many have you won since? And how many have the Yankees won since then? One. <laughs> Bullshit. One. The Yankees no. have won one. No, 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 no. The Yankees were at 26 when we played them, and then they won one since. That's it. That is it. No, and then they won again. That's why... Uh... What's his face there? Girardi changed his number from 27 to 28. The Yankees were at 26 when we played them in 2001. And since 2001, they have won one since we wiped the floor with them. Wiped the floor. (laughs) Fought them on the ninth and the seventh game. Yeah, you wiped the floor. You should have been here. You should have been here. There was no scheduled storm to be here that day. And just out of nowhere, this monsoon storm whips up, blows a dust storm through, and just shit just went weird. It was just weird. And I got to see a few bomber in the air. Goodness gracious, Shin Duo, Shin, Shin, you're so hostile. I mean, who cares if uh, Glenn is... I'm just trolling Glenn. We're having a good time. Fucking ninth inning, game seven. We wiped the floor. Okay. Hey, have you seen? Look at game six. Look at game six. He had no chance. Twenty-one runs. Twenty-one runs. But you can't bank him for the next game. Yeah, I know, but we could bring in our best starter for a closer. That's what happens when it's the end of the year. Every (laughs) arm counts. Yeah, it was it was a great series. You you guys you guys lit up. Man, lightning struck twice bad that year because we were we were gonna win game six. No wait, game five. No 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 wait. Oh my god, I'm screwing this up. Game four. It was actually game four. Schilling had 88 pitches. He's only given up like three hits, no walks. 
uh, no runs on the board. We were ahead, and then we bring in uh, our bullpen, which our bullpen, you know, took care of everything until the ninth inning. Then we bring in um, Chanho Park, and he he just he he gave Derek Jeter the moniker of Mister November. I mean, that's all right. Yeah, well, Chan Ho Park goes down in history like Matt Williams for the Phillies. Hey, Matt Williams won nationally manager of the year last year for the uh, for the um, Nationals. So what? He also lost the World Series with his arm. Matt Williams? He was a hitter. No, no, no. That fucking ninety nine. That goofball wild thing for the fucking uh, Phillies. Oh. I didn't pay attention. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was Mitch Williams. Mitch Williams. Mitch yeah. Williams. Okay, Mitch Williams. Yeah, Matt Williams, Williams is our guy. Yeah, Matt Williams. Yeah, he, he would fall over, like, every other fucking pitch. Yeah. Matt Williams was on par to break the world, uh, not break the world, uh, break the uh, home run record for home runs in the season until the season went on strike back in, what, 93? Yeah, well... <laughs> The Expos should have went to the World Series that year, too. So Yeah. So we both have sore spots for that. There's but probably a conspiracy. Like, keep the Canadians out of the World Series. Hey, we got more wins than Arizona. Some Illuminati shit, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I, think, I think what we have here is just a, a good old-fashioned squabble between a few people that are really passionate about their baseball teams. That's all. That's okay. I've never been a Blue Jays fan. I never will be. Fuck them. You guys just keep keep touching your balls. Keep touching your balls. Keep your balls in the humidor. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that here in Arizona. We can still pop flies at the home run, so it's all good. Of course, we got a long outfield. Well, that's just it. you got to adapt. you got to have a bigger park, you know? Yeah. I mean, a stretch out to center is 407 feet, plus the plus the, the height up the wall. Yeah. So, basically, you have you got to hit a ball like 435 to get out there. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, you know, uh, things have changed. All the juice is gone. All the fucking big... Big Sultans of Swat are all done. We'll see how long it takes before it comes around again. God, did, do you guys remember the steroid derby in 2002 yeah. at Miller Park? Oh, yeah. my God. That was beautiful. Sosa, fucking McGuire. Fuck, Juice. No, I don't think McGuire was in there. It was it was Sosa. It was Bonds. I don't think McGuire. That might have been his last year. I think you were right. Yeah, Bonds. Yeah, fuck. They, Lit up Miller Park, dude. <laughs> dude, Bonds got us into the playoffs. Oh, it was it was an interesting time for baseball, but it didn't history didn't treat it too fucking well. No. Well, I mean every everybody was in on it. Clemens, fuck everybody. I mean, honestly, like with steroids, I think that it's a medical miracle, uh, as long as you don't abuse it. But steroids will get you back into the game quickly, you know, after after an injury. And it would actually heal you better. But if you abuse it, then, yeah, you're dealing with shriveled testicles and 
bulked up mass and all that shit, but yeah. Well, but, do, you, yeah. No. do you remember in the 90s when Ted Turner still owned uh, CNN and, and all that yeah. shit by himself and he started the Goodwill Games? Right. They should have just called them the Positive Games. Because <laughs> I, think, I think for the track and field events, for I think it was the 90, I can't remember what year it was, the 93 Goodwill Games or something, there was like, for every country total, there was like a hundred and some track and field athletes who tested positive. Good Lord. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that was not Yeah, I got no problem with that. I think they should have like an Olympics where you have to take bands. <laughs> Just see how ridiculous it can get. You know? I, I would love, I would pay to see that. For Believe sure. Not, I would love it. Yeah, hundred yard dash and eight point nine five. Well, you can you could test positive for vitamin B too if you drink two Monster Energy drinks per day, which is pretty or, interesting. Or vitamin water, yeah. Yeah. I love vitamin water. I love the energy vitamin water. Oh my goodness. Yep. Energy and revive. Yes. Ugh. I, I am a sucker for the tropical freaking flavor. I mean, my goodness. I, I like uh, not not revival. Well, I think it might be revival. Yeah. So, so end cap. You're gonna be up here. End cap. You're gonna be fucking up here in the fucking a day. In a few days, yeah. Today's Wednesday night, so you got. Thursday, you'd be up here Friday. That's like one day. Uh, might come up <laughs> around Saturday or maybe Sunday. Uh, and then, yeah, like up Saturday around the, for like a little bit. I don't know. And cap no, I'm race. Saturday. I, I will, but I will see you. I, I swear to goodness. I will go like, uh, hell, if I have to, I'll probably even walk. That's like seventy miles, but okay. <laughs> I, I think I think we should have a race. So so and Cap will walk to Vert's place and Vert if you don't mind like me staying the night there, I will drive up to your place and get I I bet you would beat him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably have about two miles out of Pueblo and wave. Like. Good glory! <laughs> I'll throw I'll throw that bottle Club. that I've been urinating in for the last 500 miles out the window at him. Oh God! Piss jacks. Yeah, yeah. 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 Bottle was like three hours. So yeah. <laughs> and my archive is posted to Twitter. All right. That was a good fucking show, man. Yeah. Cam did a. <clears throat> well, actually, I don't know. I compared Pam to like when I've had Stephen Lawton's on, because with Stephen Lawton, I could talk for about three minutes, and he would sit there and listen, and he would just know exactly where to go when I quit talking. And Pam did exactly the same fucking thing. That was yeah, awesome. she did awesome. And yeah. I can't believe the the fucking plug she gave me. I didn't even know it was going to happen. That's going to fucking help. 
because right at the beginning of the show I said, well, you know, thanks for fitting me in. I know you did an interview with Democracy Now! today, and I know you're very busy and you're very in demand for television. And then she said, well, you know, shows like yours are just as important because these are the shows where people get to say what they want to say. I was like, yo, bitch, yeah! <laughs> say it! <laughs> like cactus. God. Uh, <coughs> no, I, I, I can't I mean, wait to listen to that archive, too. And uh, sorry I couldn't join you. It, the, the, the whole circusing, it, it stemmed from a show that me and Virtual last Monday... And I, oh, I wanted to listen to that guy flip his fucking shit, and he fucking did. <laughs> I wasn't listening to it because of the host. Obviously not. I cannot stand somebody, oh, but yeah. It's, so what happened? Oh, man. Uh, if you could stand listen to our guys, um, you will you will hear this, this black guy. His name is um, Lester Cow. And he he absolutely flipped his shit, dude. Like, and it, he he was like gurgling over his own like breath, you know, trying to call everybody an idiot. <laughs> it was so bad. So he it lost. Was so bad. Oh yeah, but he claimed that he won the entire time. It's like well, I won. He, so I then won. he's just like Pritch, except he's black. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Prince but finally found a bigger fucking idiot than himself that he could make fun of. Dude, he did find it. He, like, this guy is so bad. Go ahead, Vert. He tried blocking Shin and I a few times during the show, and yeah, no, I'm, I just put two and two together with the RBR fucking radio, whatever that I talk. Yeah, I wish I could have partaken. All white people wow. are racist. Is, all, 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 all white people are racist, and we're all stupid idiots. Oh yeah. And, well, yeah, but that's that's just Glenn. I mean, Glenn's and Glenn's the exception. Oh no, well that's fine because I hope Joe thought he had a big bad fucking show, and then people can listen to mine, and it'll be like watching Scooby Doo, and like watching Meet the Press. No problem. It yeah, basically no. was that, yeah. Well, that's fine with me. Shin. Can you... God damn it, Shin. You would fucking put them over Glenn, you asshole. No, no, I wasn't trying to put them over Glenn. They put themselves over Glenn, so fuck them. No, you did. And you obeyed. You obeyed. Dude, I just, I just had to follow through on this one. I had to follow through on this one. Because I wanted, I wanted to know how, how fucking Lester would fucking... Lester, I keep on calling him Lester. Um, what the fuck is his name? Uh, uh, Theron, that was his name. Theron would flip his shit, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, was- you know, at the end of the day, the story probably is that they fucking both talked to each other before the show, and they both pulled the same shit, so they probably just agreed to do it anyway. It didn't really sound like that. It- well, of course not. Um. Pritch may be a fucking idiot, but he's a good actor when he's on. Right, right. And, you know, it's I'm not trying to, like, make this a loyalty issue, you know, I'm obviously... Oh, fuck, no problem, then. Yeah, I'm not... I mean, I didn't expect anybody but Canadians tonight anyway. I mean, my guest is very important to the Canadian listener. So, you know, no problem, man. Come on, Glenn. I don't listen to stuff that I have absolutely no idea about either. 
And if it wasn't me hosting, you guys wouldn't be there. I know that. Because <laughs> what what does Canadian politics mean to you? Fuck all. Well, my thing is too is that like whenever I do come on your show and and I and you do have a Canadian guest, I I always ask you about like Canadian issues like compared to what we're dealing with down here. Yeah. You know what I mean? I always I always think that's fun. You know, it's crossover. It's cool. yeah, open them. And you great money, so. Yeah, it's crossover. All right. Well. Yeah. All right, then Glenn, would you rather me not listen to your show? No, what I'm saying is the only reason you're there is because it's my show. If it was somebody else doing Canadian politics, you probably wouldn't be there. I certainly no, wouldn't, yeah, no. I wouldn't. No. <laughs> well, there you, there you go. That's what I'm saying. So. You're a very well, recognizable person, Glenn, and that's why we listen to your show. I love your show. It's really interesting. It uh, kind of goes, you know, a new perspective on the other side of the fucking map. It's amazing. Yeah, well, there's there's something going on, and I think I'm not going to say who I think's behind it, but I mean, I announced the show with Pam on June 1st, and yeah. for the 24 hours from June 1st, I had 262 downloads of all my shows. That is weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I know you you were having your show, and some people chose to go to the other show. Oh, that's cool. But, yeah, they, whatever. And the strange thing is I think I've got 42 shows on my archive list now on BTR, and more than half those shows had six downloads. So I'm not sure what's going on. But I think because Pam was going to be on, there may have been some attention from... Some buildings in Ottawa. <laughs> if they haven't had your attention already, or if you, vice versa, you know what I mean. Well, there's always more, right? I mean, right. Yeah, they hire people, you know. But um, I don't know. I'd have to take a close look at the stats page on BTR because they do have the method of download as well. Um, I can't get the IPs, but. I can t- see if there's a pattern, if it's a certain browser, a certain type of device used. And that might give me some hints, but that's happened to my show before, so whatever. I don't care. I mean, we discussed tonight. That, we discussed tonight that you know, if you want to fight this government, then you have to be willing to get arrested. So, yeah, that may attract some attention. Now, here's an interesting question. Do you believe that um, that what would happen if, uh, like what you were saying around the show, and I, I really do appreciate that uh, you actually did that because of out of fear, and it would be definitely kind of sad for all of us within the radio group, but here's an interesting question. Do you really think that they'll shut off the uh, the website and stuff, even though you're not in the group? Not, your, not yours now, no. You guys are safe now. I doubt that. I don't. I got, I got three None minutes of, left in the live show. I, I, I'm trying to get the smoker in here. None of my content is on the Reb Radio site now, so they have no reason to go after it. It, it is. <laughs> no reason at all. That's, that's one of the re- biggest reasons I left, because... They still endorse you, so it's... Still so what? There's no content. It's still there. 
No, that's too much of a stretch to cross the border into the U.S. The Americans oh, won't. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I know you're in Canada, but here in the U.S., that's that's definitely doable. It's no. guilty by association, dude, but don't worry. Yeah. We don't oh, really care. Like, oh, my God, like, he dude. to this dude. They allow two jumps, like two jumps. Like, if you talk to a guy who talks to a guy, then you are a suspect. Okay, so when you're doing a product like a radio show, it's on BTR and it's on my website. That's the only place it is. No, but if somebody listens to that website and somebody talks to the guy that listens to that website, you are still a suspect. Okay, well then they can arrest people all over the world then if they want. Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. Two jumps, like the guy that listens to it plus whoever listens to him. Like it's two jumps. Because during the show tonight, I got 54 mentions on Twitter. So. And then those 54 probably are followed by 54 others. All of those are included in that one site. Yeah. But the logistics and the cost of doing that doesn't make sense when you can just shut the site down. Exactly. <laughs> so that's well, if, if you somehow talk to a dude who talked to a dude that's a terrorist, they can shut your site down from here, too. Like, it's not just Canada. Well, this whole thing about terrorists is bullshit. That's the whole fucking point we were making. I'm I am a cyber terrorist. So trust me, I know. <laughs> Sorry. Doesn't really matter to me because if this becomes law, like it probably will before before is. parliament gets up and they call the election for October, once it's law, we'll see who the first person to be arrested is. Because there will be somebody because they can't wait. So I'll have to keep a close eye on how the right-wing blogosphere up here, if they start attacking me again, because they already did that once and it didn't work. So if if all these right-wing blogs in Canada start picking my ass again, well, then I know I'm on the short list. No. Oh, yeah, you were actually kind of fucking... I forgot about that. I did. Uh, I did read a few of the blogs. Like I did search your name. I mean, it wasn't really hard. Uh, you did follow me on Google Plus, and I actually just put in your full name. And I was like reading a whole bunch of shit. And well, while you were down in the hospital, I, I was just very astounded of how much you did, man. That's that's really amazing. Uh, and just to get people yeah. pissed off, and everything else. Well, you know. <laughs> That's what they do. So I mean, have a good time, guys. I'm busy. You're you're talking to a right winger here, and they're doing the same thing to us here. Oh, so. oh, I know. It's 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 a coordinated plan. I mean, it's what they do. It's like me and Pam talked about when well, somebody, on, somebody on Twitter asked us both what can be done about all the fucking bigots and the trolls and the racists on Canadian Twitter. And like Pam said, well, how many of them are paid by the government? So, you know, if yeah, they're... Yeah, I just 
They're not going to arrest any right wingers. They're not going to arrest anybody from the right side up here because the right side is in power. That's how it works. I am, I am the right side here, Glenn. Like I am fucking right. Yeah, but you're all the same down there. No, no, the left here is fucking. Yeah, at at the end of the day, you're all the same. Both parties are the fucking same. Yeah. No, fucking liberals here are fucking evil. You're all in it for the money. That's what politics is. No. Yeah, I mean. Vert and I are very different brands of right wingers. Um, I'm I'm not right. Republican whatsoever. Go away. Oh God. Have fun. Let, let me hear your case, Vert. You, you sound you sound nice and fired up. So let's hear your side. Let's hear your side of the story. There's no difference between Democrats and Republicans. You got your blue pile of shit and you got your red pile of shit. They both answer to the same people. It's just different fucking stories, different fucking button issues. But nothing changes. It's the same shit at the end of the day. Yeah, I can I can understand. That's why I don't consider myself Republican. You know, it's it's just it's the show. That's all it is. Yeah. I'm a Tea Party conservative, but I'm definitely not Glenn Beck Tea Party. (laughs) (laughs) Holds rallies and (laughs) makes it about him, so. Did Vern hang up? I I, I have a feeling he did. Probably. My guess he did. Yeah, he did? Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he gets salty about that stuff. I wasn't even going to get started. Wow. wow. I know. I, I mean, it's no different up here either. I mean, there's nobody that's fucking pure and nobody who's evil. They're all fucking politicians. <laughs> you know? They're all a bunch of fucking cunts, and they deserve the worst. But uh, Just to... <laughs> But the issue yeah. is, we know what we have now, and that has to go. And what comes next? Well, we'll take our fucking chances, because we, we can't stand what we fucking have now. So, you know, is it going to be any better? I fucking doubt it. But so what? It won't be that cunt. That's all that matters. Because there comes a time when the people who are robbing the system blind have to have that taken away. Doesn't matter if the people replace them or any fucking better. You've had enough time to go. And that's all we can do. <laughs> but, like, but like what you were saying, I mean, just because, you know, the guy's gone doesn't mean there's going to be somebody else, like, even worse. I don't know if the 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 next guy is gonna be like the next Obama, like it was like over in like the George Bush era. Well, I mean that's been an issue up here for a couple of years. You know, you get rid of Stephen Bush and you get Justin Obama. Fuck all changes, it gets worse. Right. But it's, but it's a different color. Yeah. You know? So and I mean, you know what? Either a we need to radicalize ourselves and start destroying this kind of system in order to either if you guys want to build another system or actually just kind of eradicate it and just live on with your life. 
No, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fucking it's gonna be a long, protracted, messy fucking battle. It doesn't matter who's on what side, you know? I think it's oh, yeah. an easy fix for fuck all. I think what's funniest to me is these people who say, like, if so-and-so gets elected, I'm moving to Canada. Like, that's going <laughs> to solve the fucking problem. There's any fucking different. Oh, my God. I can't well, believe that I wrestled Vert off the air by saying Glenn Beck is... <laughs> oh, my well, God. I think it was me, actually. Yeah, that's I think good. it might be because of... Uh, Probably a combination. Well, I... And I can understand where he's coming from. You can't. It does kind of hurt with your own political beliefs and what your understanding is. Um, I think it might be because of what you were not really kind of saying, but like what his point was, which maybe I have no idea what his point is, but maybe I think he was like talking about well, the right wingers like with uh, with Lent, uh with. Uh, Duo and, uh, I'm not a right winger. I'm just a conservative. More different. I'm I'm a Tea Party conservative. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a right winger. I'm I'm not red or blue. I I just look at the problem and want to fix it. You're just the run of the mill kind of guy. You you're just a moderate. That's really nice. Well, I'm definitely not a progressive. Tell you that much. That's <laughs> to the earth. In a lot of ways, it's even worse up here because we got more than two parties. So that means you got three fucking teams of idiots who only see through their own colored glasses. Exactly. And and my whole point is, I don't give a fuck what color your glasses are. What are you going to do? And nobody wants to play that game because then, you know, wait a minute. You mean you don't want to buy this color's T-shirt? No, what the fuck are you going to do? And that's too complex for him, you know? Because it ain't that much different than the cocksuckers that are in there now. That's the problem. And that's why I run into so much trouble on Canadian Twitter with people, with all the liberals telling me I'm a new Democrat and all the new Democrats telling me I'm a liberal. Well, at least they have no fucking mistake that I'm not a Harper conservative. At least everybody figures that out. But yeah. every, everybody tries to paint it into their fucking color. And, you know, like that show I had where, fuck all you partisans, let's just get rid of the dick that's in there now. I think that was the record for people who unfollowed me in one day. And I laughed. It's like, okay, well, thanks for telling me who you are, you know? Right. Thank you very much. I guess the show worked. I got rid of all you fucking partisan morons who don't want to solve problems. You just want your team to win. That doesn't fucking help nobody. You know? Because there's less than 2% of the Canadian population belongs to any political party. So who the fuck are you guys to tell us what's what? You know? That's the way I look at it. But, you know, that goes against the system. Fuck your system. (laughs) Yeah, I'm... You know, a good thing that, you know, nobody should be uh, fucking... 
I don't think anybody should have their own colored uh, lenses. I always try to look at other perspectives, especially that isn't my own. I try to as much as I could. Yep. I mean, I've belonged to parties. I've gotten deep into some parties, provincial and federal. And I got rid of all of them. You can all fuck off. You're all the same. It doesn't matter what your so-called ideology is. You're all the fucking same. You want to control everybody. You won't let anybody have free thought. And if you don't play nice, we're going to beat you up. Well, guess what? You all can kiss my fucking ass. I don't need any of you. And that's all I'm trying to get out to people. Is never mind what your dad voted. Or who knows this guy. Fuck that. Make these people come up with solutions. And hold them to them. But that's apparently too complex for most people. Well, because people are really retarded. (laughs) Why? Yeah, pretty much. You know, people do want to be told what to think. That's the fucking problem. And, and if and if you if you won't play that game, you're gonna have opponents from every side. You know what? You do kind of have opponents, but hey, you know what? You gotta you gotta say whatever you want to say, dude. That's oh, yeah. part, and that's a good <laughs> argument too. You know, it's very valid argument because people are gonna come at you. You know, it's it's and they're typically just dumber than shit. And you can pwn them and school them and 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 take them take them out, but uh, you know with with your words and ideology, and they'll just like walk away thinking that they're right <laughs> the entire time. And uh, there's really nothing you could do about that. And the only thing that you could say to yourself is knowing that uh, you did the right thing. You did the right thing for your country. You did the right thing for your community. And you basically just went up against a bunch of fucking shills that have no idea how the world works. Well, the thing is, they don't even care how the world works. They're just pushing their team. That's an even better point. They don't and care about how the world works. No. They just want their team in charge. That's right. It. And it doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, I mean, they brainwashing the thing of that. If they put their team in charge, then that's what's going to change things in the favor of your community. But that's far from the case. Yeah. I mean, I remember 2008... Hope and change. Oh, yeah. Fuck. He had a good campaign. He did have a great campaign. But that's and then all that Yeah, once he got into office, it was all lies. Complete, absolute bullshit lies. And it didn't stop there. Yep. It got worse. Yep. I mean, there are more people around the world that hate the states today than when W was in. Right. And when was W was in office, we weren't popular at all. Now it's even worse. Yeah, and who would have thought that would have been possible? Well, Putin's got to love us. Putin's got to love us. W or excuse me, Obama is so weak on foreign policy that he can walk over any kind of territory he wants to take over, and he threatens open nuclear war if we intervene today. Okay, well, I don't buy any of that shit. No, he he did actually. Uh, look into it. Um, it it came out a couple of weeks or not a couple of weeks, probably about a month and a half ago. That Putin says, you know, he he won't he won't stop at, you know, nuclear nuclear deterrence if push comes to shove. Well, take a look at a map of Europe in the Middle East, 
and count the American bases within 100 miles of the Russian border. What do you expect them to do? Then you, well, you just said you don't buy it. That's that's what I'm saying. Is that why would you say that you don't buy it when? Well, that's obviously. The American perspective is that Putin is the warmonger. Putin is the conqueror. Not if you look at a map of where the who's got the bases where. I mean, where are the fucking Russian bases in Cuba? Where are the Russian bases in Venezuela? Where are the Russian bases in their far east, looking at Alaska? They're just or how about in uh, freaking other kind of areas like in uh, right nearby North Korea, uh, South Korea, uh, Bangkok. And yeah, he's just right now. He's not yeah. threatening the American em- Empire. No, not at all. No, what what I think that he's trying to do is he's trying to rebuild and retake uh, back to, back what what Russia was back in the USSR days, and I think he can actually do it because he's been president forever. Well, it's that's an internal matter then. I mean, he he relinquished power uh, for four years and Sarkozy took over, and no, then not Sarkozy, not Sarkozy. Sarkozy what, what was his France. name? France. Um, oh yeah, you're right. God Med- Medvedev. Yes, Mizidev. So we relinquished power to him for, what, four years, right? Four mm-hmm. or eight years? And then uh, he became eligible to become president again because that's how the Constitution or manifesto, whatever the hell you want to call it, is written. And so he could be president again for another three terms. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I really think, uh, you know, looking at looking at things from the outside in is... You know, him trying to rebuild his, or from what the Russian Empire was into what he grew up into. Yeah, well, I mean, all this shit about he's going to attack the Bal- the Baltic states. For fucking what? I mean, you take Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia together, they're about as big as South Carolina. Big fucking deal. Right. Like, there's just no point to it. Why? He doesn't need them. I mean, they got they got sub bases and shit all over the place. They don't need to be right there on the Baltic. It's just, it's a fucking tactic. It's just noise. And, and if need be, he'll just like hold an election, or these independent countries will hold an election through Russian lobbyists to rejoin Russia, like they did in uh, Crimea, and then boom, they're part of the Russian state again. They've well, they've, they've been annexed through democracy. Well, I don't see a surprise with Crimea anyway. When when the Ukraine allowed the Russian base to stay in Sevastopol in 1990, it was only a matter of fucking time. You just can't... That's like if Pearl Harbor was not in Hawaii, if Pearl Harbor was in Mexico, do you think the Americans would always leave Mexico alone? No. No. Ain't gonna happen, man. Ain't gonna fucking happen. And I still say that all this bullshit, Ukraine, <laughs> Syria, all this stuff, it's all about bricks against the IMF. That's what it's about. Very damn good point. Uh, also, uh, Ukraine is is a very, and I'm pretty sure you agree with me on this, Glenn, is a very uh, unique playing piece because it is the number one output of natural gas to 
all of the European countries in the Eurozone, including Great Britain, which is half and half, um, yeah, for, for heating during the winter. Yeah, it's a thoroughfare. Yeah. And those pipelines were built when there was a Ukrainian SSR, not a Ukrainian republic. And another thing to note is since Ukraine got its independence, every president they've had has ended up in prison. Every fucking one. After wow. they were defeated. Bombshell right there. Holy shit. I did not know that. Bombshell. Everyone. Everyone. Since they get defeated, they end up in prison. So, wow, folks. Not exactly, not exactly a straight up place. No. <laughs> God damn, Glenn. You're the man, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, the Ukrainian heritage in Western Canada runs deep. There's a lot of Ukrainians here. And that's exactly why Harper's taking the line he is. You know? Like, well, I mean... Anybody, I, who thinks, anybody who thinks Harper is going to scare Putin is on fucking crack. Get serious. But that's that's the role he plays. You know? Harper's press secretary says, well, when, when the prime minister shook hands with Vladimir Putin, he told him he better get out of Ukraine. Yeah, fuck you. Sure he did. And Putin said, who are you again? Putin has, Putin has the upper hand. I mean, some people claim that he's actually the leader of the free world today. And just, you know, lead, less I remind folks is that no matter what NATO does, no matter what kind of power that they hold in, and making sure that there's peace amongst the world uh, in the northern Atlantic, <laughs> the, the 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 Russians will always have a permanent seat in the United Nations uh, Security Council, which completely overrides NATO or any of the US, United States efforts. It's yeah, a worldwide well, deal. That's why NATO takes unilateral actions. They don't ask the Security Council anymore. Which is seen as a uh, aggression against against Russia. Well, it's an aggression against everybody on the Security Council if they're going to take unilateral action. Right. What would happen? If, what would happen if China took a major step without going to the Security Council? Everybody would be fucking screaming their head off. Mm-hmm. But but yet the U.S. does it, and we don't seem to hear too much about it here. Which is amazing, because our State Department is an absolute joke. Uh, well, another mean, thing, too, is that... Let's just say this. Let's just say this. The U.S., right at this very moment, even though they have a really, really big military and they have a whole fucking bunch of bases, I mean, really, the U.S. just... They're, they're just little small fucking people acting all big. No, we're not. No, they got the toys. Yeah, they we got, got... Yeah. They got the big stick. I mean, you can't pull this kind of fraud off without having something to back it up. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's just very interesting, but I, I know that the bigger stick who has, rather than Russia, uh, is the U.S., but, I mean, Russia has a pretty big stick. I mean, yeah, they're they just going to fuck up shit. Uh, yeah. I agree, but Russia, Russia is their deterrence uh, via via air, via bombers. Now, do do you know what an Ohio class submarine is, Ancap Dalek? And do you know that we have fourteen of them in the water at all times? Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Okay. But how many subs do the Russians have? 
More. They don't have they don't have Ohio class submarines with Trident two missiles though. That's they, our deterrence. They have their equivalent. Don't think they don't. I do think they do not. I don't think they have Trident two missiles, dude. That shit is bad. That is end game right there. Yeah, but range only matters if you want to stand off. I mean, that's what submarines are for. You're not supposed to fire from fucking 500 nautical miles away. It's a submarine. 50 miles. I mean... No. ICBMs, dude. Trident 2 missiles can can reach thousands of miles away. You think the Russians don't have ICBMs with multiple warhead reentry? Dude, we're talking about... We're talking about a warhead that will be launched from one of our Ohio-class submarines that will go up into the upper atmosphere and then displace into 12 individual warheads, individually targeted, and two of them, maybe six of them, are duds. The Russians I mean, have the same MIRV warheads, man. Yeah, but not in submarines on our coasts. How do you know? I don't know. Well, count on it, man. I mean... How do you think the Cold War lasted so long? Tit for tat. Yeah, we don't have a Reagan anymore that's a good enough president that can frickin' end the standoff with a lie. Can I just have, like, a laser gun just straight down to the moon? That, that was that was a lie. That was a Star Wars program, and the Russians got so scared by this when Reagan announced it that they scrambled, and they eventually went bankrupt on their military spending because they were trying to keep up this lot that fed Russians they had space lasers that could shoot anything down. The only reason the Soviet Union was spent into bankruptcy before the United States is because the world petrodollar is the U.S. dollar, not the Russian ruble. That's the only reason. Well, that's a damn good reason. Yeah, okay, but, I mean, Reagan won the Cold War by spending America into the fucking ground. Reagan didn't spend it. Well, Reagan did okay. I don't think that he spent it to the ground, and I'm not saying that he's a savior of a president. But the whole Star Wars program thing, that that's great PR right there. Like, holy shit, really? You freaked out your enemy that bad? While they were talking about Star Wars, they were developing the Nimitz-class carrier. They were developing the next class of submarine. They were developing the B-1. Russia was doing the same at that time? Early 80s? B-1 was just coming out. Oh, all right. right. And the Russians... The Russians... The Russians countered with the backfire bomber. They built more bear bombers. They built their first few carriers. I mean, nobody's got a navy like the U.S. The U.S. has more aircraft carriers than the rest of the world put together. Okay, the B-1 bomber was actually introduced in 1986, you're right. And have you ever heard those things in the sky, dude? No, I've never seen a bone. Oh, my God. They're deafening. Extremely deafening. And the B-2? Man. Uh... During the 2001 World Series, which is the greatest World Series ever played because the Diamondbacks actually beat the Yankees in seven games, there was a B-2 bomber that flew over Phoenix, uh, and that was a flyover. And, uh, man, when when it flew over you, and it flew over me, all you heard was this huge arrow wing going, 
Yep. Just insane. Yeah, one billion dollars a piece. In 1990s money. And they're only launched out of Missouri. Yep, Whiteman. And this comes full circle about one of the games that I am really, really excited about. Fallout 4 is about to come out soon. Um, as you guys might know, that I am a big Fallout 3 fan. It's a great game. It's pretty amazing. The, the role-playing action of the game is, oh, my God. I'm so excited. And the updated graphics, bro. The graphics. Okay. So when the Diamondbacks won the Yankees in the World Series back in 2001, all my friends freaking, like, came over to my house, started honking their horns and shit. It was great. Oh, my God. It was the greatest day ever. Oh, my God. Jesus. We won the Yankees in the World Series. No, I just messed with you, Glenn. You know, well, I was I'm, I'm, I'm sure it was a fantastic day 14 years ago. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, that was good shit. <laughs> oh, I know that smiling. you wouldn't want to waste your time going about that, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm going to send you a PS4 when I allocate the money, and then no, I'm going don't bother. That I'm gonna give you that game. Don't bother, man. You know when the last time I actually played video games was? Sega Genesis. Oh, goodness. Altered That's Beast? It. No, PGA Golf. Oh, okay, because I played Altered Beast and Hard Driving a lot. No, I played uh, NHL Hockey and PGA Golf on Genesis, and that's as far as I ever got into it, and then it's like, no, no thanks. Yeah. No, I've never been a gamer. It just doesn't interest me. I can understand that. I'm too old for that shit. Oh, no, you're, you're too not old. too old to have fun. Well, it's not that, but it's the method, you know? I mean, I didn't even own a computer until 2011. Because I didn't think I needed one. So I didn't have one. So, you know, nah, I'm not impressed with all these bells and whistles shit. So how did you uh, even get into Twitter, man? I started Twitter for a completely different reason than what it's become. I can remember when I was, like, following 1,200 and had maybe 60 followers. And I thought Twitter was great. It was doing exactly...